Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Illness from TikTok, Mental Illness from Instagram, Mental Illness from YouTube, where you're probably watching that now, and in podcast form as well. If this is your first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I am a self-aware narcissist. I literally have narcissistic personality disorder. I know that might blow your mind and whatnot, but look, trust me, I've been in therapy for the last four years, and the point of this channel, the point of my entire platform of TikTok and everywhere else, over 600,000 people now, is to bring awareness to cluster B personality disorders and other mental health issues and things like that to get other to get other men and women into therapy to help to, to help them live better existences and to also in the process help validate victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse and things of that nature. So today's episode is going to be going to be about the elusive closure. Why doesn't a narcissist give you closure? What does closure from a narcissist look like? And from my perspective, so here we go, y'all. First of all, closure. I'm gonna start from the end. This is gonna be some like some Benjamin Button type stuff. We're gonna start from the end and work our way to the beginning. So, <laughs> closure is something that you have to give yourself. Closure is that finality that the relationship, the friendship, the partnership, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the whatever, the job is over. The final, the cl- the closing of that situation, the closing of that chapter in your life, the closing of that book of your life, the closing point blank period. Closure is something you have to give yourself. No other person on this planet can give you closure because if they, if anybody else, especially in a narcissist, y'all to give the narcissist the power over giving you closure is devastating. It's like, it's one of the most absolutely devastating things that you can possibly ever do because narcissists will not give you closure. And here's one of the reasons why, because narcissists rarely, you know, narcissists, there is a final discard from a narcissist where a narcissist will never reach out to you again. But there's also times where narcissists will like try to keep you, a, try to string you along, try to keep you on the hook just in case that new situation doesn't work out. So how do they do that? By ghosting you, by not providing you closure, by refusing to have that one last final conversation for you, because they know if they have that one last final conversation with you, that it might actually be over. So if they don't give you closure. I can keep you on the hook. If I disappear on you, if the narcissist in your life just absolutely vanishes up on you one day, disappears and runs off with somebody else, it looks like closure to everybody else, but you don't know why. You're asking questions. Why? Why did I get left? Why did I get discarded? Why wasn't I good enough? You want the narcissist or the person, the toxic person. I know everybody's not a narcissist. Come on, y'all. I know that. But I literally am. So you want them to explain to you why you why you feel this way you two feel right now why you feel like you were not enough for this person like why wasn't i good enough why are you literally giving the next person everything that i wanted you know and they know like the narcissist and narcissist brains knows and this is like i know people like is this intentional it's like an innate behavior it's like tying your shoe when you become you know when you learn when you first learning how to tie your shoe you know it's like rabbit rabbit curls over the hole through the hoop rabbit 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 hoop shoe tied and it's the same way, but now, like, you have, you used to have to do all the type of stuff to tie your shoe. But now, like, you just tie your shoe. I can tie my shoe right now when I'm talking to y'all. I got sandals. I can still tie my shoe. You know what I mean? 
So now, you, I don't have to like you don't have to think about tying your shoe. It's just like a second nature. It's like second. It's like literally you just you just can do it, you know. And now you can show other people how to do it, you know. So it's like, this is like second nature for a narcissist to be able to do this because they know if they give you that closure, if they tell you, hey, you're hey, this isn't working out. This is blah, 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 this. And some of them, not all of them do the same thing. Not all narcissists are going to be the same. I just know that's true. Point blank period. Not all narcissists are the same. It's just, we know. But the ones that withhold closure are literally trying, or sometimes trying to keep you in that cycle, trying to keep you in that pattern, trying to keep you in that holding pattern so you can't move on. Because you don't know, you, you always wonder why. I've talked to so many people doing my one-on-ones. They just want closure. And I and they ask they and they are all asking for it in different ways. Like, why wasn't I enough? You know, what made you know what made him or her leave me for somebody else? You know, why you know why do I feel worthless right now? Why did they you know why why wasn't I good enough to even just break up with? Why did they just ghost me? Things like that. And it's always mean to, to me. I kind of read through the lines of like, okay, it, what it sounds like you're looking for right now is closure. And you know, I tell them I'm like, look, that's something you have to get to the point where you have to accept it that you give that to yourself because you close the chapter on the relationship, not them. You close the chapter on your feelings, not them. They don't get to, like, they're not in control, you know? And a lot, I saw a saying the other day that the, the disrespect should be the closure. That should be your closure right there. The fact that they can disrespect you, ghost you, disappear on you, that should be your closure right there, but it's, not, it's never that easy though, is it? So like I said, narcissists, if they don't give you closure, they just run off with somebody else or don't even explain it to you, you know, then you... Or sitting there looking for answers, you you you're really in your mind. The relationship is still going on. You're like, what? It's over, but it's still going on in my mind because I don't have that. I don't have the final why, you know. And the answer is a lot of times why because narcissists sometimes they, they like literally you outgrow the narcissist, and like it's like a sixth sense. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like a sixth sense. Like a narcissist can tell that you are unhappy. A narcissist, narcissist can tell that you are about to move on, that you, you know, you, that you're not feeling the relationship a hundred percent. You know, a narcissist can tell all of that stuff, y'all, and they can sense it. So they try to protect themselves by my moving on, and then sometimes they'll move on, and like oh, this is the weirdest type of closure, the, the weirdest type of like lingering closure, the closure denial that a narcissist will do is the fact that sometimes they'll try to turn you from the main person, the main, the main girl, the main dude, the main woman, and whatnot. Into the side person. Hey, look, I know I left. I know it's just like, it was just so rambunctious to me. It's just so like, it's, you know, you know me. This is not something I would normally do. This is not something I do on a normal basis. Like, I don't know why I did it. I'm unhappy in this new relationship. Like, oh my goodness, have you moved on yet? If you haven't moved on, you know what? I don't know. Maybe we can still be friends. Oh my goodness, and still be friends. So they try to turn you from the main person into the side person. So you end up, and some of y'all, like some people would literally do that, become that. Because they think there's a they holding out hope that the narcissist will leave that new person for them. No, it doesn't work out that way. They'll leave that new person for they'll leave the new person back for you if they get caught cheating on the new person with you, the original person. <laughs> I know it's a, t- a tongue twister sometimes, but they doubt. No, this is literally how it happens. And yeah, you you get stuck in this cycle. Then now you're sneaking around with the person you used to, you were in love with, and, you know, and they they weaponize that against you. So now you're sneaking around and. Text. Sometimes I, I've, I've talked to some people in the one-on-ones where now it's become exciting. Now you get to be, be the mystery man, or the mystery woman, or the side person. It's exciting to some people. I, I, I get it, but like, you know, to me, it's just like, now you got to sneak around with somebody you lived with a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. Now you're sneaking around. 
why they over here starting a family with somebody else? Like, yeah, you know, it, that, that's when the situation gets a little touchy right there, a little weird. But like I said, closure, you got when you have to get to the point where closure is something you give to yourself and you have to, to start, like you know, relearn to, to give yourself that, that that value back, your self-worth, your self-value back and things like that because you spent so much time giving it to this narcissistic person in your life or the toxic person in your life or the person just who wasn't making you happy. You spent so much time trying to appease them, giving them, you know, giving them love and giving them validation that you've lost a little bit of yourself. And now they are the only person who you can look to for love, validation, you know, affection and things of that nature, even though they've moved on. So it's in your head. It's still, it's still, a, a, the relationship still has not been closed yet fully and final. And I know, as I said, I know that sucks. I'll be looking at it sometimes and like, I'll be like, man, this is a weird dynamic y'all have going on now. Like how you literally went from being the wife or the husband to the mistress or the, the mister is the, the male version of the mistress is that mister i don't i don't know i looked it up y'all but um it's, it's just a weird dynamic so it's like closure the finality is something that you have to give to yourself to just accept the fact that this person wasn't good enough for you accept the fact that you were too good for that person reframe it you have to reframe it in your mind to give yourself the most power because if you if you re, if you frame it in your brain that you just what you weren't good enough for them and you, you know you know the next person is better than you you will obsess over that new relationship you obsess you obsess over the narcissist and how they moved on you want to reach out to the new person you want to talk to the narcissist you want to beg and plead the narcissist you know to talk to you to give you closure or something like that you end up sleeping with them again and you end up in that circle that circle again like don't like y'all you got to repower you got to power yourself back up into that situation and you know power yourself back up to get out of that situation to get out of that holding pattern like you know you just holding a powder you just holding powder around the uh the airport waiting to land you have to land your own plane you are the pilot and the co-pilot pilot you are the pilot and the co-pilot you have to land your own plane on closure on, in the closure airport because the narcissist they over there flying their own plane with somebody else their co-pilot they are the pilot of their new plane and they have a new co-pilot and you're following them behind them in the same holding pattern hoping and praying that they you know they see you on the radar again hey i'm still on the radar please you know don't do that because you, you because once you what like I'm telling you once you become the the hanger on of the of the new person for the narcissist once you become that they like everything that ever they ever did wrong in the relationship the cheating the whatever because a lot of times they they cheat on you and then they they're in they end up with the person they cheated on you with you know and things of that nature and like I'm telling you a narcissist will have no sympathy for wasting your time at all because they'll look at it like narcissists will look at it like this like you made the active choice you are an active participant in this. Like you made the choice to be be the second, be the new person, be the be the side chick now. You made the choice to be the side dude now. I didn't tell you to waste the next two, three, four, five, ten years of your life being the side dude, waiting for me to leave my new relationship. You made that active choice, so now it's your fault. It's that's how the narcissist mind works. They don't care about wasting your time. So that's why I say once they get out, once you come to the realization and, and accept the fact that you know you have to close the relationship up, you take your power back, you close it up. You close the door. You block them on everything because if they like, nah, I'm telling you, the worst type of thing the narcissist can do: discard you, ghost you, and block you on everything. And I see that a lot too. And people are like, typically, like, why would the narcissist block me? That's that's not really that's not a narcissist thing, is it? Like the narcissist like literally broke up with me, cheated on me, and blocked me on everything. Now I can't contact them. Now I can't contact them. Now I can't get the closure or whatever. And I was like, that's because like if a narcissist blocks you and everything like that, they control. They are in control of the situation now. They can control. They control the blocking and the unblocking. They can unblock you at any time, peek at your stuff, reblock you, and you'll never know it unless they like a status or like a comment or something like that or just they reveal themselves. 
um, or you look at their page, you re, you search them up one day and you realize that you you unblocked. You know, they control the blocking and the unblocking, so they can control like they block you first, so they can control whether or not who sees whose stuff. They just block you. You know, I know I know on TikTok you can hunt them down and you can block you can block them back. You know, but on other platforms I don't know if you can do that because you can't even find their stuff unless they you know if they block you can't even find their page. So yeah. So they control the blocking and the unblocking on the messenger, on TikTok, on WhatsApp, and Snapchat, and all the other good stuff. So that's what you need, like to give to steps to give yourself closure. Block them, remove them from the life from, from your life, and make because they if they want to contact you, they're gonna find a way to contact you. They they, they just are, you know. There's just so many different ways to contact you. Somebody else's phone, your parents, you know, your hit your mutual friends, the kids. Some type of some way, shape, or form of contacting you. They if they want to contact you, they're gonna find a way to contact you. It's just it, they're just it. But give yourself that peace that they have to find a way to contact you. It's not it's just not easy. It's, the, it's just not as easy as them picking the phone up and just dialing your number or sending you a text message like that, or you know, a heart, some heart eyes or a kissy face or something like that, some kind of emoji or something like that, just to get back in there. Make it hard on them because they like said they might come back. And like, would it, would it, will, will they come back? What you allow is what will continue. If you allow them to come back, they'll come back as much. They'll come back and ruin your life. As soon as you get to your happy point, the narcissist can sense it, come back and ruin your life because they can sense that you're happy. It's like a weird sixth sense. Y'all can tell. I'm like, like they smell it in the air. Like my ex is happy. Hey, big head. How you doing? I know we ended things weirdly. So just wanted to reach out and say, I'm here. If you need me, no more closure because you made it so easy for them to text you. Now you're not even surprised. Like you kind of like waited on it, so block them. That's step one to give yourself closure. Step two is to realize to, to realize your worth and your value. Find your worth and your value. That person does not dictate your worth or your value. You know, because if they do, if you allow them, to, if you allow them to dictate both your worth and your value, then they pretty much own you. They pretty much are the, the, the they pretty much who you have to answer to to feel good about yourself. You know, because you automatically don't feel bad about yourself unless they say something nice to you, make you feel good about yourself. Or they give you some little breadcrumbing love and stuff like that. We'll go for breadcrumbing here sooner or later uh, in my videos and things like that. Step three, practice that self-love. What have you done for yourself? Like, how do you break the trauma bond get over to give yourself that closure? What have you done for yourself lately? I ask people this in their one-on-ones all the time. I was just like, what have you done for yourself lately? What do you like to do by yourself? Oh, I like to go out with my friends. I like to go out and have a little drink. So like, by yourself. No friends. No nothing. By yourself, turn your phone off. What would you do if you just turned your phone off for a couple hours? What would you do? Do that. Because that helps you. It's going to be some, I'm telling you, when you turn your phone off and you disconnect from society, it's a different world, y'all. It is literally a different world out here. You start seeing stuff and hearing stuff you haven't heard before. Turn your phone off and go for a walk. 30 minutes. It don't have to be for a couple hours. Turn your phone off and go for a 10, 15, 20, 30 minute walk. Just do something different. Break your patterns. Break the cycle. Do something different. Because these patterns that you're in right now will keep you stuck on this person, keep you uh, without giving yourself closure. Break the patterns of your daily routine. I, I normally take, I, I normally go down this road right here. Take the back road. It's only add, it's adding three minutes. Let me see some stuff I've never seen before. Those are three steps I think I know you can start by giving yourself closure. And also, like step four, bonus step, get around other people who are going through similar things. Because they can help you give yourself closure as well. Because like it, when you internalize your battle, when you internalize your struggle, and you don't talk to any, anybody else about your struggle, if you don't journal it down and write it down, you internalize it. So guess who helps you out with, with yourself? You. You are the person that you you are the only person you can talk to about your situation because you are sometimes you're just embarrassed. Sometimes you just don't want to talk about it. Sometimes you don't want people feeling sorry for you. 
You know what I mean? Get it out of your system. Talk to somebody about it. If you have to write it down first, journal journal it first and get it out of your system because you, you don't want to internalize it. It's like poison. It's like poisoning yourself because if you internalize it, excuse me, <laughs> if you internalize it, it's literally like poisoning yourself with with dark thoughts and self you know self deprecating thoughts and things like that. So you don't want to internalize this struggle and this battle by yourself, you know. So get it out your system because it's like literally poisonous. It's like you know having some vile, you know, backed up nastiness in your system and things like that. Okay, y'all. I got to get off of here. I got a one-on-one -on -one here in the next five minutes. I wanted to get this video done. So I think I did a pretty decent job. 16 minutes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. If you don't want a one, you know, the link is in the bio of my TikTok. The link is in the bio for my Instagram, my YouTube, and whatnot. It's also, well, it's also in the description of the YouTube in this video right here. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let me know what you want to hear next. I mean, I appreciate every one of y'all. Um, the, the people who like me, the people who don't like me, uh, uh, the people who don't like me, you get on my nerves. But... You let me know I'm doing something right because you don't like me. So that's cool. But anyways, y'all, I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. The battle continues on. Uh, thank you so much. Mental illness is out. No, this is me giving you closure right here. This is me. Look, this is me giving myself closure on this video by hitting the stop button. <laughs> appreciate it, y'all. Out.